2: You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Yo, yo, this is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine. Appreciate you joining me each and every day right here on Audioboom.com, iTunes, subscribe, share it with your friends, neighbors, loved ones, and the rest of Bengals nation because this is the newest daily podcast out. We're coming at you every single day. I I, I promised at the beginning of this that you're going to get exclusive one-on-one interviews. We've started that this week, one-on-ones with different players straight from Paul Brown Stadium, straight from the locker room. Today, you're going to hear from a guy who has three sacks in the past three games. Defensive end Will Clark and I go one-on-one, talk about his play, the defensive lines play. We preview the Dallas game. And so much more. You'll hear that in just a few short minutes. You're also going to hear from Adam Jones. He talked today in the Bengals locker room. And despite my best efforts, Tyler Eifert was not there, not available during the open locker room. But uh, we will have an update on him later in the week as this rolls on. And you can't go without hearing from Carlos Dunlap, also talked. So we'll uh, we'll get into that. A ton of stuff to get to today. And yesterday I pretty much... Talked about my concerns for this Bengals team. They have yet to put together a complete game. They have yet to deliver on expectations. When they've won, they've just either barely won or squeaked by or, or haven't played their best. And when they've lost, it's been worse than that in some aspects, some phase of the game, whether it's the running game, getting beat by the deep ball, yada, yada, yada. We've talked about it here. And moving forward, there's one thing I expect this week at Dallas. I expect the Bengals to play the best game they've played all season. I think that they're going to go out there, be able to run the ball effectively, throw the ball ball to more people than just A.J. Green, and that doesn't mean just Tyler Eifert because I think if he does come back, he will be limited. The Dallas secondary isn't that great, and Tyler Boyd and Brandon LaFell and James Wright, they should get in on the action. Maybe Alex Erickson. I expect the Bengals wide receivers to have a good day outside of A.J. Green. I also expect the, second, uh, the defense to play well against a rookie quarterback. Yeah, they have to go on the road and he'll be at home. Yes, Jerry World, Jerry Jones's palace there in Dallas. It's tough, and there's going to be so many people there, and it's going to be crazy. I also expect the Bengals' defensive line to come through, the secondary to play well, even if Des Bryant plays. Look, Dak Prescott hasn't seen, and I elaborated on it yesterday, and I'm not going to get a ton into it now. Dak Prescott hasn't seen a team like the Bengals. And the Bengals should be highly motivated because they started 2-2. Two and two, And deep down, they didn't expect to start 2-2. Two and two. And if the Bengals are what we thought they were and what they think they are, which is one of the best teams in the AFC, they'll go down to Dallas and beat a rookie quarterback and a rookie running back and beat up on that offensive line and play really well Sunday. So that's what I expect. And I think that's what Bengals fans should expect. That's what the locker room expects. That's what the team expects. Speaking of expecting, I told you to expect one-on-one interviews with different Bengals at the start of this podcast uh, just over a week ago. Eighth episode in, man. Time is flying. Well, you got it today. Here's my one-on-one interview with Bengals defensive end will clark we talk about a ton of stuff preview the dallas game and so much more let's go to paul brown stadium where i talked to will clark earlier today Will, we talked to you in the preseason mm-hmm. we thought you, you were playing well in the preseason it's it's translated you're playing really well i think uh how do you think you're playing through the first four games of the year um well
0: you know <laughs> of course you know it's never as uh good you're gonna be humble no no no, no it's, it's never as good you know for us when you know because we watch the tape you know and we dissect it pretty well you know so of course it's always um things that you can fix but um you know i'm you know i'm happy with how we've been playing you know especially as a team more than anything you know being able to add value you know to the defense um that's what makes me you know uh, the happiest
1: what's it feel like i mean you got what have you had sacks in three straight is it three straight games Mm -hmm. what's it feel like when you sack the quarterback and the crowd goes crazy i mean it's, it's a
0: great feeling you know it's um that's that's the goal of you know um, the defense, you know, to get interceptions and sacks and try to get the ball back to you know our offense. So you know when you're able to do that, you know, anyone on the team is a great feeling.
1: Looking ahead to Dallas, you, you watch them. Obviously, they're known for their great offensive line. Are, are they as advertised? Uh, yeah, I mean they they have uh,
0: three po- Pro Bowl starters, um, consecutive Pro Bowl starters, uh, and the guys that. Haven't been in the Pro Bowl, you know. They're just as good, you know. Um, so they're uh, they're the cream of the crop, you know. They're a very, very good group, and uh, it'll
1: be good for you know our defense to go out and play against them. Dak Prescott, known for his feet in college, mm-hmm. did you see a lot? I haven't seen, I haven't watched a ton, but it doesn't look like he's running it as much in the NFL. Did you see that he's, he's running it some? Or, um, you know, he 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 runs it some still,
0: you know. But uh, you know, he has a lot of poise in the pocket. You know, um, a lot of people are saying, you know, for uh, a rookie that's surprising but you know um with well, a guy that has the talent that he has you know it's not it's not surprising to see you know coming from a guy like that so you know um you know everyone is just uh you know there they just you know a lot of a lot of talking you know about him but you know we just have to Go out, you know, and just do do what we do. You know, um, he's a great talent, so we just have to go out and try to do our best against him.
1: Speaking of great talent, Ezekiel mm-hmm. Elliott, it's no secret, especially around the, the, these parts, mm-hmm. uh, that he plays for the Cowboys. What, what did you see from him? Is it uh, are the holes just huge because of that offensive line, or is he is he really thriving as a rookie as you know, well?
0: He's a um, he's a very very tough runner, very good runner, very athletic. I mean, he was a number four pick for a reason. You know, um, from things that he did up at O State. And um, now, things that he's translating over to in the NFL. So, you know, um, it's a it's a it's a fair say to uh, the offensive line to get credit and to him. You know, it's it's not just a one-sided street. You know, they're 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 a really good team together.
1: Well, I think it's safe to say that the team hasn't played a complete game this season. What do you have to do Sunday, especially defensive line-wise, to to put it all together and really show uh, your, your best for the first time this season?
0: Um, just, just keep pushing. You know, just keep doing things that we're doing. You know, um, it's nothing, nothing special, nothing crazy that we have to add. You know, we don't have to go off the, you know, record and start doing different things or you know, um, adding things to our game. Just, you know, um, take our coaching and just keep, you know, working hard, going out there, and playing tough, and being consistent. All right, enough about football. Did you do anything fun on the mini buy? Uh, just, just relax with the family. Just. Uh, Kicked it, got some time, you know, just to chill. Did you watch football, or
1: you stay away from football? I, because that's a, that's a thing. Do you stay away on on off time like that?
0: Well, it's kind of like staying away from football is just like not watching your own football. So you know, of course, I did watch some football, uh, college and NFL. But um, yeah, you know, I'm um, just just relax more than anything.
1: Well, I appreciate the time. Good luck Sunday.
0: No problem. Thank you for having
1: me. Really nice guy. I've talked to him off the record plenty of times. Always gives me time. Always asks how I'm doing and stuff like that. So. That's Will Clark, one-on-one interview there, and he's played really well. Three sacks, three straight games, and that's the difference in this Bengals defensive line. If you want to look at, at pluses and positives, Marcus Hunt and Will Clark both contributing. You see Marcus Hunt, a few quarterback pressures, a few different feel, you know field goal blocks, contributing any way he can. Will Clark, you're seeing him get to the quarterback, and I think between those two, when you have Geno Atkins and you have a Carlos Dunlap who, in my for my money, is playing the best football of his career right now, that's going to be tough for even the mighty defensive line of the Dallas Cowboys and to compete against and to potentially win. I think that this defensive line is something they haven't seen this season in that it's going to affect Dak, it's going to affect that running game, and it's going to ultimately be a game-changer, and it should be a game-changer and a positive for the Cincinnati Bengals. I mentioned Carlos Dunlap. Here he is. It, it, there's a group of us, a group of reporters around, talking to him about what Dallas brings to the table, how good they are, their offensive line, and more. So here's Carlos Dunlap earlier today with myself and a bunch of other reporters at Paul Brown Stadium.
3: Yeah, it's going to be a really good battle. Um, they have a really good running game, and we pride ourselves on stopping the run, so we're going to have to get after them and stop the run versus a good running
2: offense. With that rookie quarterback, how important is it to put pressure on him and allow him to make those rookie mistakes?
3: Exactly. If we go out there and stop the run, it, it forces him to have to try to make plays for his team. And um, he's still a rookie. This would be his what fourth game. So he can make mistakes too.
2: any mistake about still going down there to Dallas, you know, the, you know America's team, is it added excitement going to play in a, a venue like that?
3: Yeah, absolutely. You get a primetime game versus America's team. You want to go out there and you want to. Show out. You want to let America know what kind of team we have here in Cincinnati as well.
2: Talk about Elliott, though, and just how special a running back he is, especially behind that big line. Uh,
3: he's, he's making great plays. I think he's leading the league right now. Um, he's a good, strong runner. And we got to go out there and stop him um, and force Dak to win the game.
2: In the last couple games, you guys have been getting people off the field on third downs, and how vital is that again to keep that streak going?
3: That, that's going to be a critical thing for us this week as well. Um, getting out the field on third down. Um, that way we keep the ball in, in our offense's hand. and That makes it a lot easier to win a football game. Do
2: you feel like the um, defensive line that you guys, you know, you got that, that momentum just flicking I and mean, you guys are really hitting on all cylinders, as it right now?
3: Yeah, um, I feel like our defense is really starting to get back to what we did best a year ago. And um, we got another opportunity to go against a top offense, and, d- and put it on display one more time. What are they doing so well with, with Matt
1: Crascott? He's a rookie quarterback. That well, they, like have, right
3: they have a great running game, so he doesn't have to make win the game with his arm as much um, when you have a great running game. Usually, when you have a rookie quarterback, you want to have a, a stronger running game. That way, you can take some of the pressure off him. That's why we want to go out there stop the run, and force him to take on that pressure.
1: Is this a lot like, like Denver in that sense? They, you know they like to run the ball a lot? Oh, yeah.
3: Absolutely. Um, but we'll get a better result than what we did
1: with Denver. I just meant game plan. YP. Yeah.
2: Do you, do you look at it like for a challenge? He had too so many downfield tackles this year. And the way they like to roll him out a lot and, and get his equal out as well, too. Do you look at that as a personal challenge for you?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's... I wouldn't call him a scrambling quarterback because he doesn't think about running first, but he can run. So we have to respect him as a, scr- a scrambling quarterback, um, and just go about it that way. Like he can throw on the run, he can run the football. So we want to kind of we want to stop the run first and foremost, and just get him on the ground, contain him, and get him on the ground because you don't really want him rolling out the pocket because he's good at making throws on the run. He might be better at throwing on the run.
1: That's Carlos Dunlap, and yeah, basically, he, he he didn't say it, but to me, he said it. Look, Dak Prescott's good, but he's a rookie quarterback, and if you get pressure on him, something other teams have, uh, haven't have been able to do, he's probably going to make mistakes. They're going to go into this game a lot like the Denver game. Stop the run, make the rookie quarterback, get pressure on him, make him beat you. The difference is, is the secondary can't give up anything over the top, which you would expect them to clean up because they're not used to giving up big plays. A couple days ago, you heard George Iloka on this very podcast say that the breakdown against Miami was just a miscommunication. They're not used to it. They don't expect it, and they don't accept that kind of issues and those kind of breakdowns. He was very adamant about that, and you can go back and listen to that one. So I think the secondary will be the difference here. The other difference, if they shut down the Dallas run game, you got the rookie quarterback, but flip side... They're not going up against a defense like Denver. The offense is going up against a defense that's just, eh, okay. Just okay. So I think that the offense is going to have its best game of the season, which means score more than 23 points. I think the defense will hold Dak Prescott to his worst game of his short professional career, and they're going to be able to maybe not shut down Ezekiel Elliott, but they'll bottle him up some enough. Even with or without Des Bryant, and I'm just—I'm really confident in this game. I think the Bengals—they're gonna put it together because it—it's it, ultimately the Steelers would go there and win by a lot. I think. I think that the Patriots would on ten days. I think Denver would on ten days rest. That is because they played on Thursday and then they don't play till Sunday. I think the Bengals will because maybe they're not as good as those teams, but they're still in the same class. They're going to prove it this Sunday. One more for you. Adam Jones spoke with reporters. Here he is on Denver. He Talks about the wide receivers, what Dak Prescott does, Ezekiel Elliott, and so much more. Here's Adam Pac-Man Jones with myself and reporters today in the Bengals locker room.
0: All right, this is a team, that's a uh, 3-1 that you guys are traveling to play. Quarterback is look kind of impressive for them thus far at this, this point of the season. What have you seen from Dak Prescott, rookie, coming in, no turnovers through this part of his career?
4: Um, They've been doing a good job running the ball and making... Third down is manageable uh, with short yards, but um, they have a good running game. So we got to eliminate the running game, first and second down, so we can get them longer down the distance on third down. But he's a good quarterback. Um, he's been very uh, cautious with the ball. Um, you tell he don't want to make mistakes. So um, we just got to stop the run and make him throw the ball a little bit more.
2: I think Ezekiel Elliott leads the league in rushing yards. What are you seeing from him, uh, just why he's running the ball so well?
4: Um, if you go back and look at some of the film, some of the holes are so wide open that my little girl can run through there. So um, (laughs) I think a couple of teams they played was very undisciplined when it comes to gaps. Um, But um, I take my hat off to the guy. He's been playing pretty good. You're number one on third down in the league as
3: well, 50%. You mentioned that... um, you know, they're, they're, the ball so well. they're not in third and long grade, very
4: much, are they? I mean, they're no, I, um, out of all the clips I've just seen, um, i probably seen um, five, ten plays. They was over third and seven or third and eight. Um, but it's, it's not too many of them.
3: It's kind of odd for a rookie quarterback to be that good in third down. You know? so well, it's
4: not hard if you've got third and one, third and two, third and three. Um, 50%, um, you should make those at least 50% of the time. So.
0: How much different is this defense now that Vontaze
4: is back? Um, it's a lot different, man. The attitude, um, the guys up front, uh, and he brings a certain swag to the team. So now let's try to stretch it, um,
1: Dallas to
4: field They have a couple shot plays, but it's more um, they picking their shots and, and what they're doing.
3: So are you saying we haven't seen the best of this defense yet to this part of
4: the season? I don't think we've all played um, to our capability at one time yet. Um, we have flashes um, here and there, but we haven't had um, a game where we all just click. And I think, um, if you want to say, last week was probably the closest one, but um, there's still a lot of things in that game we could have did better to.
1: What do, you, what do you take away from the first month, just things that you guys need to work on specifically on defense?
4: Um, there's a lot of stuff we need to work on, but – I won't get in all that in the depth to let you guys know. But um, I think Pauly G is doing a good job of letting us know what we need to get better at and what we need to improve at.
2: Pauly said that you guys need to be closers. What does that mean to you personally?
4: Um, basically I mean let's get the game over in the fourth quarter. You know, um, we had a couple games where we played so good and we lose the game in the fourth quarter. So um, we got to make sure we're closing the games out and um, finish how we started. What does guy like Jason Whitten,
3: uh, inf- how does he influence the defense? I mean, you guys 36 years old and still
4: He's good, man. He's very real good. He's smart with his body. He know how to um, use his leverage on certain routes. Um, he's not that fast anymore, but he still can run to an elite level. So um, um, we got a big task at our hand. With I'm with, with. looking forward to potentially going up against Dez. I'm looking forward
1: to going up against whoever's there. It doesn't matter to me. Pac Man didn't take my bait. Hey man, you you looking forward to going up against Dez? Nah, man. I'm just looking to play against anybody. No, I I do think that he he loves playing football. He's so excited every time he goes out there. Paul Brown Stadium yelling to fans, so Pac-Man certainly knows how blessed he is, and uh, hopefully he has, for, for Bengals fans, right, hopefully he has a good game on Sunday. Tomorrow on this podcast, you're going to hear from Andy Dalton, Marvin Lewis, and you're also going to get a little bit more Carlos Dunlap. He said some interesting things on the back end that I couldn't get to today in today's podcast, and... Friday, you'll get a prediction. By the way, uh, special thing tomorrow, Joe Goodberry is going to join me. If you don't follow him on Twitter, great Bengals Twitter follow, at Joe Goodberry. We're going to talk about the first four weeks, look ahead to this matchup, and see if my theory is right on, well, the Bengals should beat the crap out of Dallas, and they should put together their best game of the year. I'll ask Joe. He studies the film, and I'm going to bring him in tomorrow right here. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on audioboom.com. I appreciate you joining me each and every day. I can't thank you enough. Follow me on Twitter because I do a bunch of other Bengals stuff for 700 WLW and ESPN 1530 in Cincinnati. Until tomorrow, when I say, like I said, Joe Goodberry will join me. You'll get my prediction on Friday. You'll hear from Andy Dalton and so much more in the next couple days before the Bengals game. I'm James Rapine in this is the Locked On Bengals podcast. As always, I appreciate you listening. Until tomorrow, thank you. Have a good one. And like I said, Joe Goodberry tomorrow. Can't wait for that one.